This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, here we go. What do you say we do this? It's Friday, it's Friday, it's Friday. It's December 23rd, a couple of days before Christmas, Christmas Eve tomorrow. Ed Arzuma, I can't see you, but you're handsome because I'm in seat today because my computer doesn't work, but we'll figure that out. Well, have Flegelman in as well. And, uh, you know, Al's out, as we know, on vacation. We will have cool games coming up for you at 525. But, 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 uh, the big reason why we're here, I figured, Jets playing Thursday night football. Why not do the hour, right? And so last night went about as poorly as most thought it might. Now, I think the uh, the low-hanging fruit here is Zach Wilson stinks, okay? Fair enough. The stats certainly show that Zach Wilson is not a very good quarterback. Not going to argue that point. Matter of fact, there's been no one uh, more so than myself that has said from the moment that the Jets drafted him, why? Never understood it, never got it, and I will give you reasons as to why I said that then and why I say that now in a couple of moments. But let's get to the bigger picture here, and that's the Jets as a whole, as a franchise, as a team. Yes, Zach Wilson wasn't great last night as they lost to the Jaguars. Will not argue that point at all. One good. Was not good. They suck, though. I mean, let's be honest. Across the board, let's start number one with your vaunted defense. They're good. They're good. They ain't great. They're good. Great defenses don't give up 96-yard drives that take up, I don't know, eight, nine minutes Multiple third down conversions, starting at the four-yard line, going all the way down and scoring a touchdown. Great defenses don't give up chunks of yards on the ground. Great defenses go out and get huge stops in big spots. They didn't do that. They didn't do that last night. They did not do that last night. The penalties are a disgrace. I mean, the false starts. You want to bring in, so we found out yesterday, we find out, uh, I would say probably maybe four or five hours before the game. I heard uh, Tommy and Chris McMonigle tell us before the game a few hours prior, hey, Joe Flacco, not the backup quarterback tonight. They have elevated Chris Strebler. And the first th- first thing you thought was, huh, that's interesting. Well, Flacco looks like a waste. He doesn't want to be here. I don't even know why he's here personally. And the couple of times they pan over to him on TV, he looks like the most miserable human being on the face of the planet and I get the weather wasn't good, but that's him when it's 72 and sunny and he's not playing. Even when he is playing, he looks like he doesn't want to be there. What he's even doing in a jet uniform at this point, I don't understand, but whatever. So they get Strebler in, and exactly as you thought, perhaps they're going to use him in a situation where he's like a wildcat quarterback. So they bring him in, and what happens? What happens? False start, five yards, move him back. 
So you had a good, you had some good momentum in that drive. I think this was in the second quarter. You had a little bit of momentum. He comes in. Let's run the Wildcat. How about we jump off sides? I mean, my God. Like, do they practice? This is what I'm curious about. I like Rob Sala because I think the team plays for him. I do. But good Lord. I mean, the mistake. Hey, they got the timeout situation right this this week at the end of the second quarter. So I guess you could say he kind of learned. Good for him, I guess. But the miscommunication between, how about the throw? This one was hilarious. The throw between Zach Wilson and Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson's open down the right sideline for, I don't know what it would have been, 8, 9, 10 yards. He stops. Wilson throws it to a spot three yards ahead of him because he stopped. Wilson thought he was, Zach thought he was going to run. Garrett thought he was going to stop. The defender didn't know what to do. They look like they've never practiced before at times. Should have been an interception if the defensive back was paying attention. It's just, I don't know. The offensive line is an atrocity. The offensive line is hideous. And I'm being kind. Can we run the ball for a yard? I'm not asking for much. How many negative plays did they have? I'm not a Jet fan, and I'm frustrated watching this. I can only imagine. So coming up, here's what we're going to do today. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to have cool games at 525-ish. And then in the last segment, I'm we're going to have three Jet fans here in uh, Gallo, Flegelman, and Zoo. We're going to give them two and a half, three minutes each to let them say what they's got to say. Because I think it would be fun to kind of get it out. And I'm curious if they're on the same wavelength as I am. So let's go back to the initial conversation with Zach Wilson. Before the two-minute warning, how about this sequence? This was this was phenomenal. Game's still a game. It's the second quarter, and I know they haven't done much yet. I get it. Sack, batted ball, incomplete pass. You can't win this way. You just can't. Yeah, there was the bad throw to Corey Davis before. I get it, right before halftime. I got gotcha. you. There weren't there. He made, I would say last night, if I'm really counting, I would say Zach Wilson made two bad throws for sure. Two. He was nine for 18. And he had no stats. He was nine for 18, 92 yards. And the interception, if you read in the box score, was on not a Hail Mary, but it was one of those throws where he just heaved it up on a whatever it was. It was at the end of the half when they were just trying to run the clock out. It was fourth down and they were on their own 30 yard line. There were four seconds left. That was the interception. But yes, he had a couple of bad throws. Let's go to the third quarter. Here's your drive in the third quarter. First drive of the third quarter. They go to third and one. What do most good teams do on third and one? You probably run the ball for a first down, especially if you're not a good passing team. What do the Jets do? They have to throw because they can't run the ball for a yard. They couldn't run. The, the, the rushing stats, and take Strebler's rushing stats out the window because that to me is that's it's gimmicky. That's what that was. It was gimmicky. It worked for a little bit. They got down the field until they can't convert, but it is what it is. They did not run the ball a lick last night. And going into this game, if I ask you who the best defense is on the field, it's supposed to be the Jets. So many people in this town, well, you know, the Jets have a Super Bowl defense. Do they really? Because what I saw last night was either one of two things. They're not as good as we thought they were, or quite frankly, they gave up in spots. ETN's a good back. I am not, won't argue that. He is not. I mean, come on. He was running the ball down their throat at times. And you're not going to see that he ran for 200 yards. That's not my point. But there were times where he goes for eight yards on first down. 
on second and 10, he goes for seven yards. You know what it's like when you've got second and short and third and short as opposed to second and 12, third and 15? I mean, even when Strebler comes in, how about you get, I think it was Ty Johnson. Now, again, the Jets couldn't run the ball to save their lives last night. They get a good run by Ty Johnson along the left sideline, then push the ball out to like the 45-yard line, somewhere around there. Holding, number 71, we're coming back. How about on the drive where the Jets almost scored because they couldn't put the ball in the end? It was like they were allergic to the end zone last night. They barely even got near the end zone. How about on third and four? And I know they ultimately got the first down on fourth down on the next play, but how about the drop Corey Davis had? (laughs) This was a collective fail. Yeah, Zach Wilson, he's the GOAT, got it. And I don't mean greatest, you know what I mean. He's the guy who's going to take all the blame, and that's fine. He's earned it. But, my God, this team collectively was garbage last night. Third and one at the 11. Third and one at the 11. After they get the first down, what happens? Let's run it. Loss of two. I mean, it's, embar- it's just embarrassing. And then you get the bad throw by by Strebler on fourth down. I, I, I don't know. It is watching this team went from... This is a fun team to watch six weeks ago, and it has all come crashing down. Mike White getting hurt in Buffalo has taken the wind. I mean, not only had it, it has basically turned the boat upside down. It's capsized them, and then they put anchors on them and dropped them to the bottom of the ocean. They look like a dead team. They're seven and eight now. Season's over. It wasn't long ago. It was not long ago that Mike White came in Against the Bears, they look like a competent, solid offensive team. Yeah, I know they went out and they lost in Minnesota, but damn, they played well. Offensively, anyway. Defensively, mm. Offensively played really well. You go to Buffalo in a game you're not supposed to win. They didn't. He gets hurt. Season. Season. It's, It's amazing to me what has happened. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And, you know, let's get back to Zach for a minute because he is going to continue to take a pounding. And I I understand. I get it. Um, You know, I have not been a fan, and it's not his fault. I haven't been a fan because to this day, I don't understand why he was drafted number two overall. And I want to bring something up real quick because this is is my point. And, you know, I'm going to bring up Chad Pennington for a second because why – what is everything you heard? Now – Joe Douglas is a hundred million times smarter when it comes to football than I'll ever be. I am not claiming to be a football expert. Aside from Boomer, there's nobody here at this radio station that should really claim to be a football expert. We can all have opinions. That's great. But no one's played. No one's been around it. So I'm sure it has to be more than this why they drafted him number two overall. But all you hear is this new term, arm talent, arm talent. I don't know. When I grew up, we said the guy had a good arm. Now we got to invent things to say. 
Arm talent. Okay, sorry. I'm fine. Let's go with arm talent. And sure, we see it. We saw it last week. Roll left, throw back to the right side. That's great. Wonderful. But I want to take you back to September 2020. Now, he was drafted in 2021. This is year two for him. I want to give you a mock draft. I went, and it took me a while to find some of these, but they're all relatively consistent with what I'm seeing. This is a September 2020 mock draft for the 2021 NFL draft. All right? Number one overall, Trevor Lawrence was expected to be picked by whoever. It doesn't matter who because the season hadn't played out yet, so we didn't know what the draft order would be. Trevor Lawrence was expected to be the number one overall pick. Makes sense. You know who was supposed to be the number two overall pick? Any idea? Zoo, real quick. Any idea who was supposed to be if you're paying attention in there? Or Mike, either one of you is. Either one paying attention? Any idea who was projected before the 2020 NFL season began? Who was projected to be the number two overall pick? Fields? Yeah, I would say it would be Justin Fields. Penny Sewell. But that's a good guess. Number three was Micah Parsons. Okay? Number four, Jalen Waddell. Number five, Rondell Moore, a wide receiver out of Purdue. Yikes. Number six, Dylan Moses, a linebacker from Alabama. Number seven, now at the time, the projection was the Jets would pick seventh, but again, the season hadn't started yet. Jamar Chase. That was seven, okay? Number eight, Gregory Gregory Rousseau, an edge rusher from Miami. Number nine, Justin Fields. Let's see, 10, 11, 12, 13. 13 was Trey Lance. 14, Patrick Sertan II. Do you hear Zach Wilson's name here anywhere? Anywhere. Is it even on the list? I'm going. Oh, no, I'm going. 16, nope. Let's move to the, to the, the final 17 or 16 picks of this mock draft for 2021. Let's see, 17, no. 18, no. Now we're getting to guys that, unless you really watch college football, you might not know. Let's see. Hmm. Pat Fryermuth, we know him. That would have been 20. Let's see. No, no. Devontae Smith, or Devonta, however you pronounce his name, projected to go 23rd. Huh. No, no. 26, 27, no. 28, no. 29, no. 30, no. 31, no. The 32nd pick in the projected NFL mock draft for 2021, Asante Samuel Jr., to close out the first round. Now, unless I'm blind and you guys are deaf, which is certainly possible, anybody hear or see the name Zach Wilson in the first round? Not the top 10, not the top 5, and sure as hell not the second overall pick. Anybody? Nope. So can someone, looking back now, and I was on this at the time as were others, so it's not just me. Trust me. What in the hell possessed them to take a kid who wasn't even projected to be a first-round pick to be the number two overall pick in the draft? Playing at BYU. He wasn't at Alabama waiting his turn to where he came out and he lit the world on fire in the SEC. Like, come on. Why? Because he could throw the ball down the field and he was a nice kid, and he impressed you at the Combine? Well, you want to know the specific answer, which is real and depressing if you're a Jets fan? Go for it. He made one very I know, impressive throw at the Pro Day. To. One so throw. So let's go back to what, I, what I've been discussing. The team hasn't played well recently. The team played like crap last night. His confidence is shot. 
shouldn't have been picked where he was picked. Expectations far too big for what he has been. And a team that has just died. I'm, I, you know, again, I don't want to pick on the kid because that was a collective fail last night. So this is not all about Zach Wilson for me. This is top down. And Rob Sala, you said coaching in your postgame press conference, it should have started there because you guys failed them last night as much as they failed you. Terror, just awful. Just, and I was a Jet fan. I, want, I would want to throw up this morning because I went six weeks ago. I thought the future was bright. Today, I don't know what the future is. No idea. And here's a good here's a good question for you as we take our take our first break. You're the Jets. You haven't had a franchise quarterback in forever. Chad Pennington really is probably the closest thing you've had to it. I love Chad. I thought he was a good kid, saw the field well. Goes to show you don't need the arm talent to be a good quarterback. Now, yeah, if he had a little bit of a better arm, he might have been one of the all-time greats because God did he see the field well, made good decisions, uh, was just a good quarterback. What do the Jets do at this position going forward? Ponder that because they're back in quarterback hell as we sit here today. All right, it's 518. We're just getting started. When we come back, it will be the, what week is this, 16? Is it week 16? The week 16 edition, Al is sort of going to join us, of cool games. So much more to do. I wanted to be cheery and happy on Christmas. You can't, though. Not with that crap last night. But cool games is fun. And we're going to do that next right here on The Fan.